what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we have a safe word, we will not stop. This is Jason Rouse, and welcome to the Safe Word Pod. I always screw this part up. Uh, the Jason Rouse's Safe Word Podcast. My guest today is Sam Walker. Do you have like a, a middle name that would people would know? Or if you don't, what, what, what name would you pick? Is a Sam Blah Walker? Samuel C. Walker. Samuel C. Walker. Yeah. I like it. It's very, very... Uh, like fall guy or it's like I, I don't know some there's some sort of motor stunts involved in that guy's life yeah a uh, little bit of airwolf get to oh. take to the air airwolf <laughs> that guy turned out to be Jan a huge alcoholic right Jan Michael Vincent oh, was that Jan Michael Vincent yeah oh because South Park make fun of him right do they I think so or uh, Family Guy everybody's yeah, Jan Michael Vincent Jan Michael. I didn't know that was him but yeah, I, Jan, that show was cool. Airwolf it was great. Was cool. Oh, yeah. It was one of the That one helicopter, of the you'd watch 21 minutes of the, some of the worst dialogue and action, and that 30, 60 seconds of a helicopter shootout is like, oh, it's going to fly upside down, this one? Oh, no, we yeah. can't. The theme music as well was uh, Beyond Reproach. And, uh, That's j- a band? Beyond Reproach? Beyond Reproach. Mm. It was uh, as as good as it gets. It was a team caliber for uh, iconic age. Yeah, and probably I think a number of years later. I think that was the last of these kind of like uh, daytime or not daytime, but uh, shit you'd see around dinner time that the whole family would watch together. And Airwolf, yeah, um, the A team. You know, and even though they were kind of you know, like the Dukes of Hazard was probably I guess one of the more biggest. Dukes right. of Hazard, uh, one of How come when I said Dukes of Hazard, you did a double mustache sweep? You're like, let me handle this. I got the Dukes of Hazard. What do you got on the Duke boys? Do you know about this? The other when they recast Coy and Vance. Jeez, bullshit I was horrified. season. Bullshit season. Horrified. Yeah. yeah, it was the it was the worst. And also when they started using the toy car for the jumps. And stuff like that, getting the car to go Did like three hundred really? feet. Yeah, you can see like the plastic Mattel oh, on the bottom. Oh yes, it was disgusting. I think thinking about that now was something. But as a child, you 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 believe, man. These guys live two cities over, and they're just trying to make it work. And that Boss Hog character, just some good old boys, just some good old boys, not mean and no harm. <laughs> They've been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. <laughs> yeah, I, I always enjoyed Boss Hog. Yeah. I always uh, been a big fan of the villain my whole life. I always, uh, I like the Duke boys, don't get me wrong, but uh, seeing Boss Hog's schemes get uh, uprooted, I was always kind of cheering for him. And you know with every major villain, you get Cletus. 
the hunchback of Notre Dame to Dracula, right? <laughs> to Dr. Frankenstein. Uh, you know, uh, I'm sure you're a fan of uh, Mel Brooks movies about uh, Young Frankenstein. Yep. Are you, do you like uh, Mel Brooks stuff? Mel Brooks, uh, funny, funniest movie of all time is still Blazing Saddles. Oh, when my brother's 12 years younger than me, and I showed him that movie. And he was, is this, <laughs> was this ever legal? You want to hear an interesting fun fact? Um, you know the, um, what's the Peter Sellers movie, The Guest? or, or uh, uh, The Party. The Party. When that showed in India, they were riding in the street in anger. Because of uh, brown face. Yeah, they had some yeah. really bad tanning cream. But Blazing Saddles is is on another level. It, it really is. I, I remember I was in about, uh, it was grade five, so probably my uh, 15th birthday. And fucking, from what I heard. <laughs> Were you the guy who fucked at 15? No. No, no. 38. I got, I got fucked at 15, but I wasn't fucking. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, ele- 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 <laughs> no, 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 it's what, what happened? <laughs> 11th, okay, 11th birthday, we go to the video store, and uh, mom's starting to, starting to censor what I'm watching. They're, they're paying attention to it, and mm. uh, me and my buddy are having a sleepover, because that's what 11-year-old boys do, and we're in the video store, and dad goes, what about Blazing Saddles? And mom goes, you think it's appropriate for them? Yeah. And uh, dad said, oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, we took it downstairs, and... Probably watched it over. Fucked uh, on top of the case. <laughs> Showed him who's boss. It was more like heavy petting. Uh-huh. But we knew what we were doing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that fart, as an 11-year-old boy, that farting scene around the campfire uh, with the beans. Comedy magic, right? I think you boys have had enough. <laughs> 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 and Slim Pickens, too. Like, I didn't even know who he was, but... Uh, what in the wide, wide world of sports yeah. is going on? And still, I can still watch it to this day and see something new in the background with uh, the, the Easter eggs of the movie. Ne- never ending. Mm-hmm. And you cannot make that movie today, which is a, a sad state of affairs. Yeah, isn't it? Right? That's why my brother, and this is, he saw that maybe 20 years ago, and the movie was what, probably 79 70, No, it was... 74, 76. Really? That 76. old? Yeah. It I, was unheard of. Well, yeah. What about Pink Flamingos? John Waters stuff. You know what? Uh, I used to stay up late night watching Canadian television showcase. Showcase yeah. in, in the summers. And those kinds of movies would be on. Very, very titillating. And you just try and stay up and watch them. Yeah. And see if there was maybe a breast... The worst part is staying up to watch Benny Hill, and it would go by, because you had no really what episodes were wearing that had boobies or any kind of sexual uh, over-the-top. So you'd watch hours of Benny Hill and want to kill yourself just to see some English girl's milk bag flip out. Oh, man. Oh, hello, love. It's Barnacle Bill. (laughs) (laughs) I have... I have no idea how the kids of today are going to survive because if if I had access to the sheer amount of pornography that's that's at the end of the mouse, wow. I would uh, I would be dehydrated in my in my basement. That was it. 
Yeah, there's no. Uh, it, it's a floodgate. It's like Vegas with a, a, a platinum card. Yeah, you could go anywhere and everywhere. No, no limit. You're getting comped. You're yeah. getting comped. There's uh, a lot of weird things that are maybe classed as pornography that I don't. I find kind of rude. Well, uh, example. The shitters, the shit eaters, man. That's They're just the worst. Uh, yeah, but it's also the best of the worst. I know, but they're always poorly shot movies. They always <laughs> look like they're rushed. Everybody looks really nervous on set. There's just Is it illegal to film a scat? No. Not for me, it's not. I have my own government in my dungeon. <laughs> Actually, I'm the government in my dungeon. Uncle Fuckfinger. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you're from here. Yeah. Born and, born and raised, actually. There's not very many Calgarians that are born and raised. Most people are uh, come from far and wide. Banging economy. And you, uh, what do you think of, like, banging Calgary chicks? Ooh, boy. I, uh, <laughs> I like to saddle up and uh, have me some fun. That's for sure. I, beautiful women. <laughs> yeah, right? Beautiful. Uh, I haven't seen any. Beautiful, but... smart women. They were, they were at the show. They were in the shadows. They were, I know. They, they, they hide around yeah. the outside, right? They come and see the monster, <laughs> but no one wants to put their fucking fingers in the cage, you uppity cunts. And I got the cast of fucking Game of Thrones up front. <laughs> And all the hot chicks are hiding in the back. You know, because you saw how many booths? I, I saw them. Yeah, they were... Uh, There's like six of them in the it was a, Yeah, it was like a horseshoe. I actually, I got to meet some of them. Mm. Uh, nice. There was... Uh, the mom was a bit of a gilf, and uh, I came up to the table. Is that one of those shit eaters? A gilf? If she's worth her weight in gold, yeah. <laughs> uh, a, a grandmama that I'd like to fuck. <laughs> grandmama? A gilf and uh, <laughs> really, would you bang like an old lady? Yeah, I can't handle the skin. Yeah, the loose, uh, loose skin. What can, do you mean, can be a, a lucid skin? <laughs> <laughs> it's barely there. Tra- transparent. I like. Uh, I need to touch something that has hope. Yeah, seventy-year-old lady with her foot up on the urinal, letting <laughs> out the greasiest pussy farts you've ever heard in your life. Sophia Loren, that guy. <laughs> She's like 98 now and after the estrogen dries up yeah you you got yourself a flashlight that calls the cops well of course you're only going to want to fuck her in the ass cuz that pussy just ain't going to be tight enough whoa but do you think you invented ass fucking those old ladies no i most i most certainly ass. did not the first two <laughs> they flew off my lip i got a customer backing up i've had worse <laughs> <laughs> 80? 80 would be... You know what, though? <laughs> I don't want to put anything past me because uh, you never oh, know you're what... Back. Well, well, you just, you're back. You're just out of a divorce. Uh, long, uh, long ago. Long ago. Yeah, somebody told me you shot your wife. Shot her in the face. <laughs> back, back of the head, it was uh, Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> childhood. One of my childhood comedy heroes as well, Pee Wee Herman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My friends just went and had lunch with him about two weeks ago, and I couldn't go, and I was very disappointed. Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens, legendary. And uh, in this day and age, he was one of the first guys sacrificed 
by the media for uh, yeah. his extracurricular activities. Masturbating in an adult porn theater. He should have been kicked out if he wasn't. Yeah. Because it'd be rude. Because then you're a pervert. Then you're you're, look at, I'm you're making me uncomfortable, off. man. Your elbow's banging mine, and you're leaning over my shoulder, sir. <laughs> yeah. It was and probably politics. Like, no, politics. Let's, let's go down here. They... Mugshot on the front of Entertainment Tonight. Yeah, with his long hair. With his long hair and beard. Uh, long gone from his squeaky clean Pee Wee Herman days. Yeah, but the way he was clearly in distraught, so they made it look like he was down on his luck. Yeah. And, and, and attacked him and, and destroyed him. Oh, fuck He's back it. now. Yeah. But Pee Wee Herman originally was more... It would, uh, when him and Phil Hartman were doing the live show... There was way more innuendos and sexual things. And it was an adult kids show, was, um, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the the sexual um, orientation of Pee Wee was it was a little little bit of A, a little bit of B. So you never knew what what was going on. And for him, I don't know. I just think that's so stupid. Well, I remember on the on the school ground, it was uh, the campaign. We're pulling for Pee Wee. That was the that was the thing the yeah the kids were talking that was about and it was hashtag oh man it was yeah and that that's what I'm saying like you're from a you're from a little bit older than me but when I was growing up it was guys like you that were our internet it was big brothers and sisters is who set us straight when we when we couldn't find out what was uh, what was truth and what was not. Not that we're any closer nowadays, but we at least think we are. Now there's a lot more information. Too much information, but um, I remember if I wanted to uh, be interested in something, I had to go through television, radio, uh, magazines, newspapers. And you never got to schedule anything. It would just kind of come into your lap. You had to be there. You had to be there, yeah. You had to show up for the landing. And then if all all those failed, then you go to the fucking library. Yeah. And get put on a list for taking out the wrong book. Right? So there was always this soft censoring or, or hard censoring, but it was always that way. Like we never Blockbuster would there was this thing where they were cut recutting their movies. Yeah. Hollywood movies cutting all the uh sex and I thought that was in uh that was happening in Utah. I think it was all the blockbusters because they oh, were owned right. by Mormons. Oh, fuck that. Like, that's why gay people hate Chick-fil-A because they, they're Mormon-owned uh, businesses that don't really support mm. their mm. beliefs. Preference. Yeah, well, I just remember the Mormon girls when I was growing up in junior high, and uh. they, were, they were women when we were boys. It was... You'd go, you'd, the best part was going to the... women when you were boys? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, school dances. And they were hot to trot. The ultimate teases. Yeah. Ultimate teases. They would uh, show you a little something in gym class. And that was... What kind of something? Something... They'd be, uh, we'd be doing stretches and they'd, she'd bend over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Uh, show a little coffee filter at the back. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> they can't wear can't wear tampons. Mm-mm. Just a knotted sock. <laughs> well, I had to 
because I was such a, a poor student, I had to take a bus through the city through three Catholic school districts, and it was all the kilts. So I went Ooh. from one end of the city to the other to go an all boys, all dude school. It was awful. So you get the the smell of the Italian girls' hairspray. And those matted, hairy beavers that would come around their asshole yep. all around in the front like hot pants. <laughs> and they would get all musky like a barn saddle. Yeah. And then I'd be blasted with all this estrogen. And then I was in Oz for the rest of the day. Yep. All guys, How, how can you concentrate? How can you concentrate with that, those distractions? Well, I didn't lose my virginity until I think after, after high school. I lost mine on the last day of high school. Whoa. Yeah. Were you like, if I don't do this, I'm done in life? It, you know what? It, it totally just fell into my lap. It was, uh, it was right, right place no at the right intended. time. <laughs> what do you mean? She was handcuffed to something? <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, it was pretty vanilla. You know what? I didn't even come the first time. What happened? Did you just shit on the floor and go, I'm sorry, I'm doing it wrong? No, she had a she had a shaved pussy and I'd never seen one live before. Wow. Yeah, and it was uh it was live. It was a big deal. I'd seen it in she a in Hostler. What year Penthouse. is this? This is ninety eight. How old is she? Eighteen. It was a shaved pussy? Shaved pussy. For me. Ninety eight? Yep. It was it very was, progressive. It was too cool for school. And uh yeah, I ha- I hammered away. I didn't know what I was doing. Obviously, I was uh, I was at a house party and I was pulled into a room and oh. thought I was gonna get to make out with a girl. She had other plans for fucking Mister <laughs> Mud Helmet, <laughs> and she forced my shaking, you know, nervous cock and fed it into her. I almost, from the uh, panic of it, I almost threw up over her shoulder and started crying. <laughs> It's like the first time you shoot heroin between your toes. You just feel alive. Mm. But uh, we don't. I, I don't think it went very well. I uh, did you use a condom? Um, on both feet, so I couldn't slip in her tears. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. 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 I think that was the first time I had a condom on. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, and the last, now that oh. I think of it. <laughs> I can't get rid of this cough. <laughs> Probably maybe try Magnums. Magnums. Yeah, they, they, they talk a lot of hot shit, but uh, seriously, the, the average condom is built for a different continent. <laughs> yeah, it's true. The sizing is different. So, right? so to speak, right? Because, uh, you know, it's just like the plug-in adapters on the walls are different in Australia. I like to shit into them. Freeze them, and then sell them out to blind kids as shildos. Mm. The frozen <laughs> shit dildos, and then I log father them. Are you on Snapchat? Uh, I am. That's uh, where I do a good amount of sexting. Oh, really? Yeah. I shit into my camera. Yeah. And people block me. Am I doing this internet thing wrong? I. No, you're not. You're actually you're uh, you're doing. What the internet was built for was to expand people's minds and <laughs> blow their minds with my and teach people blown out asshole <laughs> with just mud belts. <laughs> oh, it's like pulling a chain out of a mud puddle, but like the That's, mud puddle uh, is me. 
You're a, a true wordsmith. <laughs> no, I know like six words, but I just shuffle them very well. Yeah, very well. My uh, thesaurus is uh, only six pages. <laughs> the rest that's, a, that's really all you need. But that's the beauty of the... That's the beauty of the English language is it's, uh, it's the best. I don't care what language you're, you're speaking. It's nowhere near as expressive as English is. And uh, that's not racist. That's just science. English is most expressive? Isn't French, French kind of romantically expressive? Uh, they have a lot of uh, convoluted words that mean different things. Like uh, I heard a couple guys talk and it's like, yeah, last night I got into a surrender. And yeah. I didn't know what they're talking about. A surrender? Yeah. Is that means that some one of the guys It wasn't French Canadians, it was uh Parisian Frenchies. What's Parisian French? Big difference. Those are European French. Okay, because I had yeah. a run in with a Haitian cop in Montreal a couple <laughs> years ago. He was a cunt. Oh <laughs> which one wasn't? And Hunter was Hunter Collins with me. He speaks perfect French, and he continued to argue with me in French and wanted to take me to jail. Oh. Because I stepped off a curb at a crosswalk. And I said, what he didn't know... Jaywalking. What he didn't know was is I had nothing but time. And I was like, let's do this, man. <laughs> he could not handle it. And being on a public street, he couldn't beat me, so I just continued to infuriate him and make him crazier. And Hunter's like, I think he wants you to apologize. And I go, I know. Um, I surrender. I surrender. That's. Uh, I saw a good band yeah, called Revenger. Revenger a couple nights ago at D- Distortion, like eighties. Yeah, I saw. Uh, I saw. Yeah, yeah, I saw some clips. It was nice. Looked like. Uh, Do you go to many rock shows? You, we were talking earlier about how uh, you really don't. Going, I was thinking about that. You're kind of like the Kevin Bacon, the Calgary. How 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 so? Like a no, that's a bad thing. But no, like a foot Lucy. You're it just it's kind of re- reversed in a way. They're all the everybody in the city is the cop from Footloose, <laughs> right? I yeah. There's just a it's just a thing with uh, doing a lot of shows now and getting my. Uh, Face out there, yeah, and uh, and my stage time and stuff like that. Is this your prostitute and an actor? Yeah, comedian, actor, prostitute. I uh, I work in the world's oldest profession, like midnight cowboy. You goddamn right. Yeah, you know I only saw that movie maybe two years ago. Wow. Yeah, John it- Schlesinger, nineteen sixty nine Academy Award Best Picture. Uh huh. And you just saw it two years ago. Yeah, and that was way ahead of its time, but. I'm, these iconic films that keep coming up over in my life that people bring up and directors and stuff, I like to kind of fumble onto them and go, when I do get a chance to commit and really sit and watch it. Yeah. And um, it was, it's to see New York City like that. Wow. Nitty gritty, man. What and year is that? 1969. It looked like District 9. Yeah. It looked dirty and it scary. It really was. What year? 69? 69. Can you imagine living in New York in 1969? No. What year? Would have, oh, 70? It, was, uh, it didn't get cleaned up until the, the 80s, until uh, Donald 90s. Trump started buying up, buying up all that real estate. Yeah. And Rudy Giuliani became mayor, and uh, 
It was the broken windows. Fix the broken windows and the crime goes away. That was the, the stance they took. And, and it worked. Cleaned it up. Yeah, something about broken windows really bring down property value. It does. Uh, broken glass is a nasty, it's a nasty noise. And when you see it, it's just a anything warning sign. Anything that hurts babies. Yeah. No one likes anything that hurts babies. Babies don't know anything better about broken glass, but drunks do. That's right. And they ought to know. Um, a, good, a good rule for life is if it leaves a mark, don't do it. I knew a stripper that had a tattoo of that over a cunt. <laughs> and then she put out a cigarette butt in her forehead. Oh, wow. That'll leave a mark. You don't have children. I, none currently being taxpayers. <laughs> Did you have an abortion? Uh, I've had an abortion. I I didn't have the abortion. Oh. <laughs> Who had the abortion? Uh, plural. plural. Multiple yeah. murders? Double homicide? <sighs> Two yeah, bullets man. through the uterus. I knew when I was born that I'd kill somebody someday. I knew it. Thank you. I knew it. My family was murdered by the physician that brought me into the world. <laughs> no, I didn't. I joke. He, technically, that's what happens, right? You get the family doctor misdiagnosed. Brings you into this world and, yeah. and, and takes I think you he, out. I think they should be responsible, these doctors. That's how it works in China. You pay the doctor for when you're healthy. Oh, really? Yeah. As opposed to paying when you're sick. Because huh. if he's doing a good job, then you're healthy, right? So, you, so he's got a salary. Yeah. So when you get somebody that's really fucked up, he can yeah. give him some and that's, and that's why round up. Reindeer dicks or something. Yeah, some powdered rhino horns. It's interesting, right? All for the boner juice over there. And it's all, it's all dudes over. It's all dudes over in China now. Yeah, like, I've heard women are a really uh, problem getting married. And Yeah. Oh, yeah, you have to I be... Mean, you uh, were married for seven years, you said? Eight. Eight years. Eight years. That's crazy. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, yeah. It's a lifetime ago. I still have dreams where I wake up and I think I'm married. <laughs> that I... There we go. We're a little uh, blacked out from the sun there. Yeah, I thought it'd be neat. But, uh, yeah. <clears throat> so you're here in this... This place is weird. Yeah. I've been going out uh, a little bit, and everybody looks like they have a, a severe drug and alcohol problem. Well, if they're doing it right, then it's uh, most likely alcohol. That's the big one, right? That's the drug of choice, yeah. Booze. Booze. The drunk tanks here must be hilarious. The beatings. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, <laughs> you get a bunch of jacked-up farm, farm boys <laughs> from, from some of the suburbs. They come in here, they kick the fuck out of everybody, throw them in jail, and then... The criminals beat the shit out of them. Yep. It's uh, the old downtown Calgary drunk tank doesn't exist anymore because they moved the district office. But it used to be a, a, a three-cell setup. And so you had, like, your, uh, your harmless guys, your violent guys, and then, like, the, the guy that was Mr. Positive, so to speak. Keep him segregated <laughs> from the pack. Oh, a carrier. Yeah. So yep. you have to keep the AIDS guy away from... He's, he gets his own place. Yep. 
Which is discrimination. And no one argues it. Discrimination. There's never like, oh, come on, you can stay with us. <laughs> yeah, you can pee into the little little drain. <laughs> That's all they had was a little drain in the middle of the room that you had to Oh, did you get thrown in the drunk and, tank? Piss and vomit. Uh, you know what? I got to go on a ride-along with my dad. Your dad's a cuff? Retired, but uh, he wanted to show his son what his job was. How he fucks hookers with a gun. <laughs> It was a nightstick. <laughs> All right. So you got to be safe. <laughs> but I uh, fucked hookers with a nightstick. He took me out <laughs> on a Saturday night stampede week. So oh, that, man. So that, and, and he worked. First of all, explain to people what stampede is. Stampede is our debauched uh, festival for 10 days during the summer. It's a world, world-class rodeo. The biggest prizes of them all. And uh, his biggest cash prizes here? Yeah, yeah. It's the it's numero uno in the world. Wow! Uh, chuck wagon races. Yeah, chuck day. wagon races. The rodeo. Chuck and then, wagon races. We both said that with a straight face. <laughs> Who goes to a chuck wagon race that doesn't fuck their kids? You bet on that shit too. What does a chuck wagon race smell like? Just from the stands when the wind changes direction. Smells like dead horses. <laughs> really? Do they shoot the losers? Yeah. If really? they, yeah, I've seen, uh, I've seen multiple wrecks on the track, and they'll put up like a nice privacy blanket and then plug them. No way. Plug them right on the track. Yeah. Whoa. Drag For it breaking away. a leg or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. For pussing out. That's weird, man. Yeah. That you get to shoot that giant dog like that in front of a bunch of kids eating cotton candy. <laughs> Welcome to it's the a, real yeah. world. <laughs> exactly. It's the stampede. Isn't there some sort of military of training where you have to carry a, a puppy with you during your training, and at the end you got to kill it, and then you get a badge, a puppy badge? Yeah, those are the those are those Boy English uh, English secret secret Seat agents. Service? Yeah, just to show them that they they got the stones to actually actually to do kill it. A puppy depends what kind of puppy, I guess. Anything that can't get any bigger than a cat is got to go. Yeah, it's probably very unpopular. I'm not a cat or a little dog. The little <laughs> ones always bite because they're used to people are trying to kick them up the ass and shit. You have cats? What a horrible! No, no, I. Uh, You're a grown man. That's why. Yeah, I have. I have friends that say you should get a cat, and it's like yeah, that I little. Need, I got a neighbor that shits in a box in my house. Why would I have a cat do it? Also, I could. I could not take the walking on the countertops when I'm not around. Not to mention. And just going it's shit foot, yeah, shit foot in a in a box, shit in a box. There's old shit, <laughs> and there's supposed to be some parasites that cats yeah. feces carry that makes you aggro, big time, big time. Well, uh, we all saw train spotting. We saw how Tommy wound up. How did he wind up? He bought a he bought a, a kitten for his girlfriend, and then uh, she wouldn't take it, and then it crapped all over his apartment, and he uh, died of toxic plasmosis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Horrible way to die. Yeah, there's a lot of feces in it. So, yeah, from yeah. cat shit in the house, right? Yeah. <sighs> and it's just, uh, I don't I, care if the Egyptians did it. I'm not down. Egyptians did a lot of things. Yeah. We don't do that. Where anymore. are they now? No more pyramids, <laughs> right? Nope. Well, they're discovering old ones. Do you ever shit in a litter box? Make it look like a pyramid? <laughs> <laughs> That's the old George Clooney. 
Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of his favorite uh, jokes is when he goes to your house and if there's a litter box. Uh, as far as Entertainment Tonight told me in the 90s. I've done that. I believe it. In the 90s. Probably last week. 93. Nice. That's we a great one. We used to uh, party a little bit at this house, and that was the go-to thing is I'd find out as soon as I saw a cat, my friends would just start laughing. And they'd say, what are you guys laughing at? Which, and they'd be like, hey, um, what's your cat's name? Cat where? And they would know by the end of the night there was going to be the brown beehive of, and then you hear, oh, my God. And then, because the, I'd never leave toilet paper there, so it looked legit, kind of, like a bunch of, a larger dog broken <laughs> and hung, and it would pile up, but I'd do it so it was hanging over the box a little bit, like, like the dog little, was in a rush. Like a little Dairy Queen swirl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was well planned. I put it in the corner like it was trying to, the cat was embarrassed of it because it was so huge. And then I put a condom over a hot dog. In the litter box with the, the large dump <laughs> with a sign on a napkin that said, sorry about the mess. Please tell me you still love me. Wow. You best be getting paid for comedy because that's, that's sheer genius. That was my go-to thing. That's classic. As you've seen, I shit everywhere. Yeah, well, it's a bodily function. Everybody, everybody does it. In bathtubs? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Andre, there's uh, Jason Rouse and uh, Andre the Giant. <laughs> Because he, he, couldn't, he couldn't fit on the toilets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in so Japan, he'd just take, take a dump in the tub. Wow. And then have one of them young boys' old waffle iron. <laughs> God, can you imagine? He's got no. a, a snow shovel over his head, pickaxing this fucking densely Andre the Giant log. Because you're figuring. I, I, ate a hun- I drank 108 beers and uh, two roasts. Yeah. Wow. Two roasts and 108 beers. Yeah. But the, the, the stool, like a wine barrel. That's why he's the eighth wonder of the world. Yeah. Right? Andre the Giant. What was that movie he was in? Where he, uh, the Princess Bride. No, the one where he shot his wife, <laughs> threw her into a, a grinder or something. Andre? No, I'm thinking of a different movie. I think it was one I made two weeks ago. <laughs> Nice. I. This sounds like a, a you good movie. Some, you've done some movies, right? Uh yeah. Nothing that's uh, ever stunt work or ever made it to ever made it to theater. Yeah. Some independent stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely. Assholes. Can you wait? Hey, steal the car already. What a fucking asshole! I lived in New York, and that's all you hear day and night. Yeah. It's just horn, horn. I couldn't handle it. That's a that's part of the driving there is because they uh, three cars down they start honking for three cars ahead to just like hustle it along, yep. hustle it along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have, it, it's more of a uh, uh, like a, a sonar from a bat. Yeah, they're just kind of putting this out there, but I don't want to hear their signals. No, it's uh, that's noise pollution. They should be doing something about that. So you've been doing comedy here in Canada and yep. uh, on mainly on the West Coast. Yeah, I haven't made it past Saskatchewan. Uh-huh. Saskatoon? Yeah. That's about as deep as it. That's pretty much center, center of the country? Yeah. The breadbasket of Canada. Is that what it is? I grew up in the green belt of Ontario. Yeah, you guys are rich in minerals, mm-hmm. and you guys got a lot of wood and water. Yeah. Lake Ontario is a disaster. Gross. I used to swim in that 
And then I got a really bad ear infection. Yeah, I uh, I can only imagine how many generations of sewage has and been, Hamiltonian have been in sewage. <laughs> it's mostly condoms <laughs> with shit and blood. Yeah, rubber fish. Classic. You'd see like some fucking somebody off the boat from somewhere fishing out of there, smell fishing all day. Baskets of mercury. What's the, what's the fish <laughs> Mercury. They, they would, the fish were glowing under the water. It's yeah. a highly toxic. It's the largest freshwater lake in the world. Yeah. And it's horseshit. It's poisoned. It was the largest freshwater lake in the it's world. It's not anymore? No, it can't, it can't be. If you can't, if you can't go up to the sides and drink the water. And it's not freshwater. Yeah. Freshwater meaning it, the water comes up through the ground. Is that the science? That's the science end of it. The word fresh doesn't mean that you you just drink off the river. Well, you're supposed to be drinking from a, a running river. Yeah. So you can get all the scum off the top and go right Exactly. As long as there's vegetation growing by the side of the river, then you're... Then you're Where I was good. in, there was a creek, a spawning creek that ran through Stony Creek, Ontario. And um, the salmon would come through there and we'd pick up the salmons. And there was this kid in our neighborhood that would bend the salmon, arch its back, and squirt salmon cum into his own <laughs> face and row eggs all over him. He shot, well, he hung himself in front of his parents uh, on Christmas morning. They'd come down and he'd hung himself in the living room. Wow. But he would pound salmon cum, <laughs> spray it all over his face. It was terrible. You know what? That's that's a shame because it was just it's just a story. It wasn't like they were videotaping it. Mm-mm. You know? This is this that's is a shame you could easily live down. Well that uh yeah, if it's rumored, but if it's on America's funniest home video <laughs> you're finished. and you got ten grand, <laughs> you're finished. You're you're that guy. It's <laughs> salmon cum chug. Uh it's like Russian caviar. <laughs> right from the tap. Oh, and the salmon would be like on the end of their spawning, so their faces would be decomposing and all ran it. So whatever was in them was turning. Yeah. Like oh man. Like bubble tea. That poor kid. <laughs> that poor kid. He probably caught a parasite or something. Jesus. Yeah, and made made drove him crazy. Yeah. And see, when we were growing up, that was the thing. That was how you got street credibility was drinking salmon juice. <laughs> if you, you had to do what it took to uh, to elevate yourself from the rest of the Separate crowd. Separate yourself right? from the crowd. And it couldn't, it couldn't be... Chuck's fish come. <laughs> no way, dude. Yeah. Let's go yeah. down to the river. He's doing the, he's doing the supper show. <laughs> he's got a whole shift. There's a guy with a velvet rope at the top of the riverbed. Uh, table for two. Not near the front. My wife's got a dark shirt on. <laughs> Word of mouth is how you ha- you had to do that, and not only did you have to, your feet have to be phenomenal. Yeah, it had to live on through word of mouth, where other people of note would tell it and be enough that you believed it. Like you had to be good storytellers too. Yeah, and the the story had to to travel. So, was there any rumored stories in high school? Was there something that stuck out? You know, the girl with the hot dog and her pussy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you have uh, a hot dog pussy girl story? We had the the tuna girl a guy ate a can of tuna odor of a pussy. So, yeah, why would you double park like that? <laughs> oh. I know, right? Sexual education didn't teach us 
and jack shit. I had to learn on the streets. Yeah. I worked as a prostitute. The mean streets. It's a, it's a stiff learning curve, but you learn quick. Well, now, Sink you know, swim. everybody's watching everything on the internet. There's instructional videos on how to eat pussy now. I did it the old-fashioned way. <laughs> I just did it with my dick. <laughs> I uh, I did it the real old-fashioned way with a knife and a fork. Ah, with one of those red and white tablecloths. Mark of the said. Beast. You goddamn right. <laughs> but, uh, so you you get rid of your wife. <laughs> mm-hmm. What was the breaking point? The breaking point. Uh, <laughs> you know what? It's uh, it's on video. It is the yeah, breaking I was, point. Yeah, I was making a I was making a movie. Oh no! It's called uh, Pierre Poisset and the Fountain of Jankum. You can look it up on YouTube. It's been out there since two thousand eight. I made it, and it was. Uh, are you familiar with Jankum? No. Jankum is. Uh, is a drug that's uh, originated in Africa, and what it is is uh, like you was uh, no, you uh, you put shit and piss like raw sewage in a in a bottle, let it ferment, and then the gas fills a balloon, and then you huff the balloon, and did, it's like did a, Vice do something on that a version of that? I don't you know. know what? It was probably like this Tide Pod bullshit, but it was the the late two thousands. Like uh, I made the movie in two thousand and eight, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I played uh, I played both parts. Uh, there was a character Pierre, and uh, he's trying to get a stool sample. Stool sample. Stool sample to his uh, parole officer, and uh, the turd burglar keeps robbing him of his turds. Oh. And he's he he just doesn't eat to make any more shit. Well, he's he's eating everything he can to make more shit, but yeah. he, he can't. Like he wakes up in the morning from his hangover, and he he can't Someone's do it. Run off with his shit. The turd burglar stole his shit, and he's making it into the hallucinogenic super drug Jenkum, the recreational drug choice. Do they choice get? The do, new they get uh, do they trip out on uh, this thing? Yeah, you're you're supposed to, but really, who has the patience? Just huff, just huff some gas. Yeah. There was a thing when I was in Africa, they had a thing called buttons. They'd, they'd take a, a Coke bottle neck with some steel wool in it mm-hmm. and then put a bit of marijuana and Amrex, Amrex, Amrex pills. And then they'd smoke it. They call it buttons. What is, uh, what is an Amrex pill? <sighs> is it like Tylenol in Africa? Something like that. It looked like it was a white pill. I'm, Something that I'm, you could I'm, get at, at, at a drugstore? Yeah, I think it was relatively over the counter. I'm not sure, but it became very popular, and this, the side effects were really bad. Like most, anytime you're smoking pills. Yeah, it's got to be rough on the old lungs. Smoking pills. Through uh, African steel wool, too? Yeah. <laughs> steel wool. In a Coke, broken Coke bottleneck with marijuana and this button or the uh, pill on top. Amrix? Amrix. I'm with, I'm with Am- Nancy Am- Reagan on that. Just say no. <coughs> Just say no. Is she still alive? Uh, no. No. She's not. You could eat her out, though. Be a lot of work. Do you think you could make Nancy Reagan come? Yes. Bedtime for Bonzo. <laughs> what? Coming at you. What about Rosie O'Donnell? 
No, she's too bitter to get through it. You know what? It, she wouldn't play ball. She wouldn't no. play ball. Like, uh, no, 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 no. It's a, it's a lost cause. I don't, I don't give up easy, and that was uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm waving the white flag. What about Ellen? You goddamn right. Have you seen her legs? Yeah. I remember when she came out and uh, she was doing like kind of a BDSM photo shoot. Ooh. Yeah. And she uh, she works out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got that Madonna. You never you never see her showing skin, but if you saw Ellen DeGeneres on holiday, she's nice. She's all cut up. Hard body. Oh, yeah. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Well, the, pic- the picture I remember seeing I like was uh, back in the late 90s, early 2000s. She had that same haircut in the 90s. It's a, a classic Ellen from the 90s. She's uh, she's one of the people who had that haircut. A pioneer. Remember when that was a big deal, her her coming out as gay? Did you yeah. watch uh, television? Yes. Back then? Yeah, yeah. I, I watched up to uh, probably the mid-2000s. I was, I'd watch TV, and then I, uh, I could not take it anymore. Late 90s for me. Yeah. Well, you were making TV. I remember watching you on television. Crime on- Watch. Yeah, uh, much much music and yeah. You were you. I don't know what it was, but you wearing a suit going around with like a kind of a a mohawk. You were, yeah. It was uh, it was very small potatoes. You're funny, but you weren't funny like you are now. You were like uh, CBC clean funny. <sighs> yeah, that's what you know. This is. Uh, <clears throat> That's the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. I looked at, okay, I'm going to have to roll this back a little bit just to get them to, uh, just to even, it took me a while, it took me a while to, um, um, break through because I was still on the edge of it, so the cycle would take, skip me a couple of years when people that I started with or something like that were getting opportunities and I would be passed on, but I kept showing up, showing up, yeah. showing up, showing up. So they couldn't, they couldn't ignore me. And then, you know, I'd win an award or something like that. Was and that, that uh, your 2001 Gemini? Mm-hmm. And, um, Do you still have that? I'll give it to my mother. Nice. Yeah. It's all pitted and, no, but that helped me uh, get a green card. Nice. So yeah, because your uh, was it Comedy Now special? Mm-hmm. It yeah. was in two thousand, and that's when my career peaked. By by two thousand and why I was finished in Canada. Yeah, it it was uh, it nowhere nowhere left to go. No, the Comedy Network and I had some meetings. They offered me a series and. The more I saw what was going on, the more the the relationship kind of dissipated. What were uh, what were some of the pitch ideas like? Well, you know Eric Andre's show, yeah, it, similar to that, but more of a um, Hugh Hefner end of things. So it was a comedy variety show. It had roots in a kind of a Saturday morning kids show. It was for late night people coming home fucked mm-hmm. up at three a.m. They would see music, comedy, and. Uh, Sketches and puppets and things like that. Missed opportunity. Uh, just for them. For them. Yeah, I didn't. I probably. It would have been way more uh, aggressive, and 
But yes. Yeah, standards and practices would be all over the Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to have anybody breathing down my neck while I'm trying to do, and then they would just take the spine out of the whole thing, and it would, I'd fold in on myself. Did you uh, take drama in high school? I did. (sighs) But I got kicked out. No doubt. No doubt. Because I took control over every classroom. Yeah. And you'd always try and find the find the limit, right? Yeah. Of any scene. I had a teacher. Anything you can do. Yeah, I was terrible. And when I said that, like, <laughs> I went to this school that was all dudes. It was a fucking nightmare. And then... Uh, for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so they offered some programs in a, the sister school to us, Scott Park, which is a parking lot now by the everyone or the Tim Horton Stadium. Yeah. You follow CFL? I don't. Uh no, I'll watch the Grey Cup. Okay. Yeah. So they uh what was I talking about? Uh high school drama. High school drama. So they offered us a program, a drama program in a school across the street. And I was so like just wanted to get out of that environment, the drama yeah. so all we did is terrorize the teacher. There was no... We did very little scene study. She cried, like, multiple times. And she'd screech my name, like, Jason! Stop fucking around! <gasps> you yeah. So, and we do this thing called Lights Out. When she'd leave the room, I think she would have, like, to take breathers in the hallway and then come back and deal yeah. with us. Because the class was all the assholes that we were in school with there, they just put us in this different room with a teacher who had unknowingly yeah. 20 animals. Animal factory. Animal factory. And she was a, uh, um, a a nice lady, but I think she was going through something, and I was just wanted to go through everything. Yep. So we do lights out, lights on, which was she would go out and have a nervous cigarette or something, and... We would throw furniture through the air, but someone would op- turn the lights on and off, and then you'd just hear people screaming, and the lights would come on, and then there'd be a chair on some kid's neck. Ah, oh. Lights on, help me. And start crawling across the door. And then lights off. Lights off. <laughs> and chairs would just be flying, and she'd come back, and there's furniture. Yeah. And piles. What the hell's going on? Lights off. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was funny. Yeah, I think we did one with her in the room. Oh, wow, she got to experience it. Oh, the teachers, you know, we had no outlet. I had, you know, a situation where you're academically, you're a failure, statistically. So you've got your puberty and the worst role models. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Trying to trying to outdo each other too, right? Most definitely, and not even having like a lot of single parent kids too. So they had either left with the shittiest parent, yeah, and were just crazy, angry children. Yeah, and uh, Canada Young Offenders Act, like, is it pretty lax? Yeah, you can like up Murder. to up to seventeen, you can kill somebody and then have it wiped from your record and be traveling down south. Wow, but if you got yeah. a DUI in the United States, you can't come into Canada. You're done. But if you're a teenager with a Canadian passport... If you're 13 you years old and you murder kill. your family. Yeah, I knew a guy who killed his parents. Yeah, there's a, there's a young lady in uh, Lethbridge, a, a town two hours south of Calgary. Had her, She was 13, had her 18-year-old boyfriend 
murder her mother, what? father, and younger brother. She helped them. 18-year-old girl? 13-year-old girl. 13-year-old girl. 13-year-old girl. And she's, uh, she's at the UFC under a different name, getting a paid education by the government. Yeah. How old was her boyfriend? He was like 18. You can look up. His, his last, name was, last name was Stinky. I think he stabbed him. Very, that's pretty heavy. That's messy work, too. Like, uh, yeah. I don't have to tell you how much uh, work a knife is. <laughs> I know. And especially with those young man wrists. Yeah. Oh, but at yeah. least you don't have a... <laughs> you don't have a worry about getting shot. Uh, People don't get shot here. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. With hunting rifles, maybe. Uh, no, we had like... Uh, we had uh, some gang wars going on back in like uh, late late two thousands. Like four four people killed at a restaurant through guns. Uh-huh. Cr- criminals don't care about handguns, right? Like when you're making your life on the line, m- moving that weight, you have to like it's part of the trade. Totally, you have to you have to have it, and so they're gonna get it. Yeah, no matter what, like you cannot. Yeah, it's part of the lifestyle. It's yeah. what they signed up for. You can't get angry. About being shot. Yeah. And uh, Have you ever been shot at? Besides, have you ever been shot on? I, I got <laughs> shot in the back of the head at, at a theater one time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's been reckless gunplay. Yeah. Let's say that. Like uh, hanging out with farm boys and uh, <sighs> yeah. Like at that age where we're starting to drink some beer, smoke some weed. Yeah. Horse shit. And, uh, yeah, getting getting a little fresh. Like, people shooting guns in houses. Yeah. And stuff like that. Like, they were living in, like, uh, trailers. Yeah. And then, like, coming, walking out of the hallway as some guy's shooting down the hallway with a rifle. Mm-hmm. Putting a hole right through the fucking trailer. I heard a story of a guy who was climbing a farmer's fence and the trigger hooked on and he blew his son's head off on a hunting trip. Oh, Yeah. It happens all the time. That's why you take the, yeah, that's why you, there's a protocol for when you got to climb a fence, you take your gun, put it through the fence, step over. You don't, uh, you don't hold on to your gun while you're going over. Yeah. That's, that's what they teach you in these uh, mandated workshops. Canadian, yeah, like for your firearms license. Mm -hmm. Do you have firearm license? I don't have these guns licensed. But they are firearms. Yeah. I, uh, I don't want to say anything that will incriminate me, but I know, I know my way around. Uh, yeah. I was never exposed to that. hardware. I was, uh, now that I live in the States, I feel like I should at least to go down. I heard a lot of people kill themselves on gun ranges. Yeah. Well, they get the license and then shoot themselves. Works. It's a good place. Right? Yeah. You go in, you don't have to buy the gun. Nope. And you just do it. That's a weird place to be as a trained professional in a shooting range, and then some kids come there is is like a bridge to jump off of. Yeah, a little unnerving when people you're trying to shoot a paper. I just target. look at every customer like this is like the last time I'm ever gonna sign your credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Safe journeys. That's what I'd say to everybody that went in if I worked at the shooting range. I've been to the shooting range in Calgary. It's uh. It's fun, but you're on a watch list for the rest of your life the minute you walk through there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, forever. That's how I feel about marijuana cards. Yeah, I wouldn't... uh, People sign up for all these things. It's too easy peasy. 
Yeah, and with the the data collection that's going on, it's a it's an unmitigated vortex of suction where Poor it's man. not about let's take this this and this. It's like let's take it all and then pick through what we want, what we need. How can we manipulate this to our benefit? That's why I watch an incredible amount of zoophile porn just to throw off the algorithm. Yeah, you know. I don't like watching this, but I just don't want Google. I get I get a lot of advertisements for petting zoos, yeah, stuff like that at the Heavy at the UFCs. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is legal in Canada, by <laughs> the way. It's been uh, officially legalized. Petting zoos? Yeah, yeah. You can you can eat that sheep out or let that sheep suck you off till the cows come <laughs> home, just as long as you don't fuck it. <laughs> No, 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 no. Because in Denmark, you, bestiality was legal. Yeah. Can, do they have sex farms here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You got uh, dog fighting is a huge... I shouldn't be saying anything about this, but... Uh, dog fighting? Dog fighting is a huge thing out in the boonies. Oh, yeah, big, yeah, yeah. Big That's money. trash. Yeah, it is, but it's, a, it's, it's money and power. Yeah, it's... And, and fury. It's owning something... These people uh, that hurt dogs are bad. Yeah, uh, a lot of people, uh, his dogs get robbed because they just turn them into, like, you know, tackling dummies for these uh, these fighters, right? So that's why you always, you watch your dog out here. What? Yeah. What do you mean the fighters? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, for the, they for the farm. To the, the yeah. Yep. Fuck. Take this off, right? So you get the nice... Yeah, it's, uh, it's in city of shit, and you know what... There's not not a word about this in the newspapers out here or uh, on the media because it's just it's too uh, it's too much it's too real. Yeah, that's a strange hobby is dog fighting. Yeah, I have I, friends uh, cockfighting myself. Cockfighting, I get it. Those roosters, man. You ever look one in the eye? He's Beauty, the devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I love their uh, the roosters' confidence. Cock walk of the walk. the walk. Baby. <laughs> roosters. Yeah. Hilarious. What's not to love about a rooster? It's the strut. They got good feathers. They look cool. Fucking kill you. And the thing is, if anything else was named cock, <laughs> you'd, it'd be like sh- a shitty animal. Yeah. But a rooster would be like, it's, it gets aggressive. Immediately, yeah. There's no like, hey, furls up, yeah. And the way those, the way those legs, fucking, yeah, the scissors slash you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The a, there are people that die handling those things. The guy, yeah, you get the the ref or uh, whoever's the they the blade guy. up their ankles. They put little, uh, yeah, and and uh, yeah, these guys get nicked. All it takes is hitting that artery, and you bleed out. And can you imagine you got killed by a cock? <laughs> Everyone's laughing at your funeral. Did you hear? About Not out loud, but Diablo <laughs> Gringo, that angry rooster, the albino one with the red pink eye, killed killed Carlos two weeks ago behind the barn. And can you believe he showed up to his funeral? The yeah, nerve the Edgar Winter fucking cock. <laughs> He's a cock. <laughs> Look at that cock. <laughs> the rooster, an albino rooster with one eye patch and razor spurs. But his feet and his beak 
and all the fleshy stuff is bright pink, and he's got pure white feathers, and he's a rooster with, oh, you know those two twins from the Matrix movies? Yeah. Two roosters like that. I would not say shit. No, no, keep walking. Yeah. Because the white ones have magic powers, too. Yeah, well, black magic chickens, right? So oh, yeah, yeah, all the voodoo stuff. The world goes around. Serpent under the rainbow. Have you seen that movie? No. Have you never seen Serpent of the Rainbow? No, I'll put that. I'll, I'll write that down in the. Wow, it, it's in Haiti. It's a lot of voodoo stuff. Serpent of the Rainbow. Solace, Thousand Days of Hell. Yeah, um, what else? Are these uh, good date movies? I don't know what a date movie is. You know, I had a complaint about the show last night. Somebody said I ruined his date. How? I don't know. Did you watch this show? <laughs> I I watched uh, I watched the whole show. I'm not a date show guy. Uh, you are to a certain extent because there was a lot the of deviants. people. Yeah, there was a lot of people holding on to each other. I think the deviant people will come out to watch to make themselves feel better about what they're really doing in private. Yeah, because you always want to. Uh, that's the hard thing about the criminal lifestyle is you always want to. You know, when it's a job well done, you want to talk about it or your hobbies or whatever. But when it's not part of the part of the normal run of things, you're kind of, uh, you know, like living within yourself. And it's torture. Yeah, it's totally torture. It's torture. You got to let that. You, it's hard to uh, live with yourself sometimes. And then try and get into a relationship when you can't live with yourself. Yeah, well. And how do you, how does one live with oneself anyway? Like, uh, I don't even live up to my own standards. Yeah. How could I expect anybody but else But at least to? because you're aware of what your standards are when you fall short of them, that you feel some sort of conscience and you get to step it up. Yeah. I'm my, my own worst enemy when it comes to that though. Cause I, uh, you don't want to step it up. Well, I do, but it's uh, there's like there's the three Sams. There's uh, today Sam, tomorrow Sam, and yesterday Sam. Mm. And for anything to move forward in my life, two of them guys got to get together to to manage a situation. Yeah, right. So it's uh, tomorrow Sam is the guy you do not want to piss off because he's the one that has to deal with today Sam's bullshit and yesterday's the for- job foreman. Yeah, a hard ass, right? Is that and guy ever thrown a hammer at a coworker? He's buried the claw many, uh, many a time, and that's the thing too: is you can't be too hard on yourself. You do have to, you do have to love yourself, and you do have to say sometimes, like, "This is out of my hands." Yeah, I'm gonna have to let this one slide. Yeah, and cut, cut your losses and just move on. Start a and every every People like day is so blessing. special. Oh, totally. The doorman at the comedy store in London told me, after I asked him how he was doing, he said, every day above ground is a good day. Yeah. And, and it, it's it's the truth. Yeah, it's a right? This is all... And, you know, you've, you've lived enough to know that uh, this experience is very um, short. Very, yeah, very fickle. I know moments noticed I could have my legs cut out from under me and... You you talk about your uh, your Snapchat shit session, but that is like a it's a beautiful thing because that's like you're getting the works going out with the bad, in with the good, starting the day. Yep, and it's I essential. just wrote that on my Instagram. Out with in 
what goes in must come out. Yeah, and it's uh, that's a rule that applies to everybody on the planet, no matter how rich or how poor. And it's uh, a necessarily function. Yeah. And when you can't physically get up to take a shit anymore, that's when your days are done. You're finished. And it sounds crass and gross, but when you can't get up to have a shit, sometimes it's not to do with old age or anything. It's your, your, your poison has anchored you into a chair. And you need to take that shit, but some people can't take a shit. Yeah, or like if you're in a, in a third world country and you can't get to the, the ditch from the hut because you're too weak, right? Or there's too many obstacles. Yeah, from sitting around or not taking care of yourself. Yeah. So you just lay there in your own shit, and then no one comes over to your house anymore because you're sh- shit. The shit, yeah. The shit taco. Wrap them up in a shit taco and get them out of here, right? Get like this guy's shit. Get your shit together. Right? It's Yeah. But it, get it to get... The shit together, like we've really come full circle. We started all the with things that are shit. Started with the scat movie. Identify them, yeah. get them together, and start cutting some shit. Because there's always going to be shit. Exactly. And the greater you are in in society, the less shit is associated with your name. But the reality is, is this ain't Kim Jong Un not taking a dump. You know, because that's what they believe over there. Yeah. They, they believe that he doesn't take a shit. Yeah. Mass hypnosis. Yeah. Cult of personality. I, I salute you. I think it's, uh, it's an amazing feat. Yeah. To have that much control. Cult of personality. Subservient. Yeah. And like, have people believe that we all take fear. shits, but this guy doesn't because that would be gross. What do they call it? Angelic, um, like uh, godlike. Um, um, it's the same thing with Jesus. Uh, People that get to come back from the dead. A, a deity? Uh, yeah, a deity. But if you had an option, clearly no one comes back from the dead. But if you were given an option and you were in utopia in uh, this state and you had an option to go back, and you get to pick a time, a place, and an age on this planet. Where are you going, Michael J. Fox, with 10,000 gigawatts? That's a deep question. Um, I'd say... Uh, you got 12 months. Any age between what's now and your birth Anywhere in the world? Oh, it would have easy. This is a, actually, this is an easy one. I'd go uh, see Hologram Tupac at Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for the merch. <laughs> oh. You see his abs? He's really been working out. He's really been working out. Yeah, they're trying to do that with a bunch of people all up in arms about it, but it's, yeah. that's what people take... Prime rib and make it into bologna. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's human nature to continually uh, exploit all this shit. Well, that we've held so dear. Nothing sacred. No, in comedy or life, and that's the thing. Well, and that's the that's the other part that's uh, very interesting. Being a comedian these days in these trying times, because they're trying to be thought police. Like they're trying to get it so that you're like self censoring. It's not them censoring you. It's your peers amongst you. And there is not one word in the human language that is off limits that you cannot say. Mm -hmm. And 
once you take away one, mm-hmm. then you got to start making a list. Well, okay, we'll have a top 10 list. But then that's it. Oh, well, you know what? This one's pretty bad. Top 15. And then it's 100. And then it's... I know. Isn't it weird that this has all been addressed? And, like, Lenny Bruce went to jail. Yeah. Now, I understand Canada, uh, to uh, my horror, doesn't have freedom of speech. No. Nope. It's, uh, Isn't that weird? It's an illusion. It really is. But that's also... Part of the reason you should come see us at a show is because we could be getting arrested. We could be going to jail. Oh, for, the police have been to my shows. For the words. That's why I record everything. Wow. I've had the police show up and call me down to the front lobby of the hotel to question me about a complaint they had about death threats. And, and I get death threats, but no one, uh, I don't cry to anybody. Oh, God. Wow. Um, but it's cool. I like the attention. I'm I end up uh, dating some of these people. You know what? It's probably a pretty good, uh, pretty good pool to to sort out of, right? They're, these are highly motivated individuals. If you can get over intelligent, the, usually, yeah. And they're going to end me one day. Well, <laughs> is it a double keychain? Yeah. In the winter time in Canada, I always keep my extra car key on me. On the outside times. of your pockets, these are khakis. Okay, I can't, I can't tuck it into the. I'm not wearing cool jeans today. I got these at a Levi's discount store for like $7. Nice. Acid wash. I like right? it. Right? Yeah. And they fit, so I kept them. Yeah. Wait, do you do like, jean shorts? You goddamn right I do. And I, uh, Like cut above the pocket? Uh, yeah, my pockets hang out, hang out the bottom. I also, uh, my favorite though is uh, my uh, my favorite pair of khakis. The at the bottom. That's short, man. Yeah, that's a short short. I I roll them up. I uh, you roll them up past the pockets. Past the pockets after they've been cut. Yeah, that's a g string with pockets. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Yeah, man. Uh, I've always uh, not always, but uh, I quit wearing a bathing suit like. I see these guys, I go to Vancouver and I go down to the beach. I go to like uh, Kitts Beach, just like the, where the hot bodies go, mm-hmm. just to muscle it up. And all these guys are all wearing like these fucking board shorts past their knees, mm-hmm. huge, awesome physiques, yeah. but they're covering up. And the last time I wore one was in 2005 and I went swimming at a buddy's place. Beach shorts. Or surfboard shorts. Yeah, like the, the baggy ones. Yeah. And I got out of the water, and it felt like wearing a diaper. Yeah. Like a wet diaper. Like, it's just gross. Well, look at the Olympic swimmers. Everything's streamlined. So it's if you speedo. do a third of that, yeah. you're still... Yeah, you don't want a wet sleeping bag tied around your waist when you're trying to swim with dolphins. No, and you get like a rash and stuff yeah. like that. So... G-string. Pardon me. Uh, well... Just spray paint your cock and jump in the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a family swim night, you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I started wearing Speedos back in 2006 and have not turned back because it's it's very comfortable. I work out, so it looks fucking good. Yeah. And I've got no ass, so I can't do a Speedo. From the side. You get a custom, you get a custom fit, right? Well, we have to pad it. I, when I quit drinking, my, my body just dumped all purged all the beer thing that yeah. actually gave me a bit of a, a little bit of an ass a, a weight <laughs> and some ass now i've got like antlers i hang pants off of now <laughs> it's fucking bad but uh, i gotta do some stairs and lunges and shit get my shit locker all cinched up 
Oh, yeah. And oh, Rocky Mountain Bark and Spider. <laughs> uh, yeah, the speedo dries out in like three minutes in the sun, mm-hmm. and then you're you're good to go. It's uh, it's awesome. And women always give the fellas a show when they're wearing their sp- yeah. swimsuits. Why don't the guys do that? Yeah. Instead, it's like these big baggy jumbly. Yeah, things. but like, it's hot girls. It's usually the gross guys in the speedos, right? That's what it was associated. You're breaking stereotypes with swimming attire. Yeah, I guess it, well, we're talking. We're talking European. Speedo. We're talking yeah. European versus North America. Sure. North America is so prudish. Oh, like, not uptight. You saw the audience. I did. It was fun this weekend. I yeah. It was uh, the highlight of my career thus far. What um, what were some of them? Because now you've... Were you here last time I was here? Have we, uh, have we crossed paths in a club before? We did, but I was a fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, were, you were headlining at Comedy Monday Night, Broken City. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, I was... I'm uh, not back. Oh, no. Yeah, Pete Zellacker's there t- tomorrow. At a... Uh, Blue Monday or Monday. Oh, Comedy Monday Night. Yeah, Monday yeah. Monday Night, yeah. Yeah. But Broken City. Yeah, that, that's where I saw you. Um, How did it go? Did I get booed? Yeah, what happened was uh, Nick Offerman was in town for... Oh, uh, that gig. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that. Now <laughs> yeah. I remember. Yeah, you were headlining, but he popped in for a, a guest spot. in the front. They were having their fucking rap party at a comedy show. Yeah. Nick came out and did like, you know, he did his guitar shtick. Oh, they but, love him. Yeah, yeah, but he was talking about, like, uh, having a hanky wiping cum off his girl's face and stuff like that. Like, it wasn't all sunshine and lollipops. See, when I say it, I mean it. Yeah. And people don't want to hear the intention in the under the umbrella of a theatrical presentation, but I have to be committed to it. And people don't like that level of commitment. No. They'd rather have it a little kooky, a little goofy, and it becomes a little more digestible. But uh, Yeah, right off the top, I remember... I remember the front table, Nick Offerman's, the, like the, the crew, yeah. were saying... From Fargo. Or- Nick Offerman didn't have to swear to be funny. Yeah. And then you just fucking... I think you went into your, your mix and paint bit <laughs> and just like poured it on hardcore. I was, in, I was in the back. I was loving it because it was just such a... a, a well, a, you've got nobody doing that here. No. And also that you were just like, yeah, yeah, and... He like you were headlining, and he did a half hour before you. Yeah, and so the show was really long, kind yeah. of deal. So the audience was tired. As That's is. all the producers. They produce a bad show. And well, tough for the consequences. <laughs> you can. Uh, uh, yeah, the man, the man that produces that show is uh, absolutely meticulous, and it was just kind of one of those. Like Forget Nick Offerman it. happened to be there. He it was the same uh, same show that Zach Galifianakis dropped in. Mm-hmm. And uh, and did it. And uh, James Moore, the the producer of that show, uh, made him show three pieces of ID to get on. Made you show three? No, Zach Galifianakis. No. Yeah, because he didn't believe him, right? Like some some guy comes into your. This is why we leave. <laughs> this is why I sit on a beach in California because people can't get their fucking shit together over here. Well, a, a real live Hollywood movie star in Calgary. They doesn't come matter. Through. Just they put him through. on the show. Well, he didn't know if it was him or not. doesn't matter. He's still going to do comedy. If he's fraudulent, it will be all exposed on stage. Yeah. But, um, you know, 
What do you got coming up besides Toronto in December? Uh, I have the comedy roast battle. Cool. Uh, Good at Yuck on the twentieth. You know what? It's it's not usually my style, but for one of these roast shows, I gotta write forty original roasts for all these fuckers. Because uh-huh. uh, I only know who I'm going against in the very first round. Yeah, and then after that, it's. It's three rounds to get to the to get to the top, mm-hmm. and I don't know who I'm coming up with next. So you got to write for everybody, yeah, and you got to have that bonus joke in case it goes to a tie, which my rounds usually go to a tie, yeah. So you got to always have something extra in the bag, uh huh. And it's a uh, it's good practice. It is, and people are really uh, really enjoying what I'm I'm putting out there, like just with my well, keep putting it out, yeah. You know, and where can people see uh, your stuff? Uh, I know you've just. You know, I'm I'm fairly new. Yourself. I'm fairly new to social media, but uh, I'm on all the all the platforms under uh, Sam Walker Live, one word, on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Fake Book. And uh, after this weekend, doors are opening. Like this is a this was a big deal, and this is top of my resume, opening for Jason Rouse because nobody else can hang with you, man. Like, uh, I've been hearing it for a few years now is that you are, you are the measuring stick, whether it's high or low, it doesn't matter. It's the, it is setting the standard. I've tried to set standards. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. It was a, it was a real pleasure. Anything you'd like to plug or promote? What do you, events coming up? Um, just please, please follow me on, on the social media because the bookers are looking for that kind of thing. Yeah. Clicks. Yeah. Likes. That's what people get booked. Looking at, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to spam you with bullshit about what I had for lunch. It's, uh, it's business and this isn't a gimmick. This isn't like it's a lifestyle. It is. It really is. I get it. That's why you're here. I respect your level of commitment. And uh, in in the city, you know, when we talked before and you said, I don't really go out and stuff. And that's why I made the Kevin Bacon Footloose thing, because it's not really a place that really uh, will embrace it. But it's like pressure makes diamonds, right? Yeah. And this place is nothing but pressure if you're a comedian. (laughs) It is, right? It's like magician, magician, musician, and everything else. But being a comedian in Canada and Alberta is very difficult. Yeah, long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Tell me about it. Great way to close out the show. Uh, Sam Walker, as in? Walker, Texas Ranger. Right. I don't care what society thinks. Good or nothing anyway.